Welcome, welcome to, LCV. to LCV. Let's compare views. Okay, and welcome back to LCV. Let's compare views, season two. Uh, today's episode, we're having a catch up with one of my uh, friends who came on to an earlier episode, uh, just to see if there's uh, been any change since the last time he was on. Welcome, Andy. Hi, Jordan. You're right. I'm not bad. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, right. Let's get down to it. You're back at work now. I am back at work, sadly. well you're well you work in a particular industry which is under a lot of pressure at the moment because of the changing rules and regulations so there's a lot of um let's just say you're very busy it would that would that be correct uh yes yeah that would be extremely correct we are very very busy at the moment what would you say have you noticed anything because obviously we'll go back into what i want to actually discuss but we'll start off with this because it's quite important have you noticed anything that the bar industry is quite stressed about or what have you noticed about everything reopening? It, it stocks, um, mm. in all honesty. Um, you know, I think a, a lot of breweries out there obviously put down their, their best forecasts for what's going to happen over these last sort of four or five weeks. Um, mm. And they... Um, a couple of breweries have, have failed in even their most optimistic forecasts. Oh, wow. You know, they, it's roughly 40% of the country's pubs have reopened because they've got gardens or gardens big enough. Yeah. So these breweries went off of that and said, this is our best case scenario. And yeah, they kind of dropped the ball. One major brewer that I, I won't, I won't That's mention fine. the name. <laughs> um, two of their most popular brands, um, they had to release statements about two weeks ago to say that they'd run dry. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, was that related uh, to the news where some pubs said they'd run out of some stuff? Yeah, probably. Wow, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and. I mean, us as as wholesalers, we've got breweries or brand, you know, soft drinks, spirits. You know, we've got a lot of deliveries coming into our warehouse every day. Mm. Um, And there's been times where uh, only half the things have turned up. Uh, Mm. The delivery hasn't turned up at all. (laughs) Um, And so these companies are, are so desperate to get it to us quickly. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, these lorries are turning up out of nowhere. You know, there's a reason that there's a delivery schedule <laughs> because there's so many deliveries coming in. So it's kind of overwhelming the warehouse a bit as well. Yeah, yeah, I bet. And, and so we have customers that are calling up to place their orders. Are they and we're even... saying, we're really sorry, we don't have, you know, that's not in stock at the moment. And it's not that we're <laughs> not stocking it. It's we, we can't get it. You can't get it fast enough. I was going to say, yeah, if we, it, does it even touch the shelves? You might as well be like, don't knock um, off, mate. Just take that. Here's the route. Yeah, I think some of it some of it has been like that. Um, I mean, just to make things a little bit more interesting, a couple of weeks ago, um, a major competitor, uh, again, I won't mention names. I think I know um, what you're talking about. I saw it. Had, um, um, had a cyber attack. Yeah. And they had to completely shut down all of their IT systems Oof. and was basically doing things with, with pen and paper over the phone. Uh, and that's with customers and suppliers to get stocks into their warehouses. Jesus. 
so yeah it's it's been interesting it's been it, it's been busy um i think you know obviously there's some publicans that are, that are very frustrated and stressed and completely understandable because they've got so many people coming in so many bookings and they're not able to get the stocks they can't and, even get the staff and well i mean there's no staff <laughs> Wow, that's that's to do with Brexit, isn't it? So, yes. Well, in, in in some some way, um, you know, a, a, a lot of the kind of foreign nationals, when the pandemic started, they obviously jumped on the planes and, and went home to spend time with their family because they didn't have any jobs to go to because they're either furloughed or they were just made redundant. Yeah. Um, and then they just realised, you know what, we're not coming back. Um, and I think London. I've been reading a lot over the last week or two on so the, the London hospitality scene. Um, mm. The, you know, the staff and levels are—they're getting desperate. They, they really can't find any staff. It's, yeah, well, it's a lot of the restaurants, that, isn't it? They rely yeah. a lot on foreign staff. Um, yeah, the bars that I go to, I think they're looking for people, but they're not so desperate because the gay mm. scene in Soho is quite different because it is yeah. more social. So a lot of them know each other and it's more of a lifestyle. So they tend to stick there and they stayed in place, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And it was, yeah, e- it's easier yeah. for a place like London to get back up and running a lot quicker. Cause obviously the more it's the capital. Um, mm. It's the places like where we live and even in the sticks and further out, they would be the ones that will hit the hardest. Cause there's people that are like, yeah. you know what, you're not paying me. I don't work here at the moment. You're closed. I'm going to find another job that comes yeah. with actual benefits <laughs> yeah you know i mean it's not it, it's not just the you know foreign nationals uh, flying home it's you know other people say they've either lost their job or, or were potentially made furloughed and they've gone out and found other jobs to kind of tide them over and like, like you just said they've just gone well hang on a second i quite like this this has yeah. extra whatever and i so i'm gonna stick with this one well you think about um, it a lot of people um, did bar work because they weren't sure what they wanted to move on to in a lot of cases, or they couldn't get an opportunity because no one took them up on it. Like they applied, but they never got it. All of a yeah. sudden they've got no job. They're not working. They're on furlough. They apply for a job they've been looking at and it's the job they want. So they wouldn't go back. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, the staffing levels, it's going to be very, very tricky. Um, mm. You know, I think Monday is when the government will give the green light for the 17th of May. Um, it, it's pretty much been given already, but I was going to say, know, I think, I, I, I think officially uh, they will, they will announce it on Monday. Right. Um, and that's just going to put added pressure on, on everyone, you know, the, from the brewers who just can't brew quick enough. Um, Cause I mean, believe it or not, lager still needs to kind of sit and ferment um you know and i think lagering can take somewhere between 20 to 30 days mm. so they're constantly chasing their tails at the moment with that. so you know you've got the other sort of 60 odd percent of bars that are probably going to open up um probably not that much uh, there'll still be some that are waiting until june mm. and so you know there's added pressure on the stocks there's added pressure to find the, the staff to, to man the bars and and <laughs> waiters waitresses chefs um you know there's all that added pressure to find all of that and mm. it 
it's just um yeah so it's, it's very busy and i think it's, the industry as a whole they're nowhere near up i will move on to the main topic of why i've asked you back so obviously i wanted you back on just to see what the difference is between when i first spoke to you to now um because obviously now that you are working and the rules have kind of been lifted slightly um how does it feel to be out of the house going from a full-time dad to going back to work <sighs> weird a bit a, a bit weird mm. um because a lot of my customers at the moment feels like i'm still going out of the house and still being a full-time dad right um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> some of them do need some hand holding right um, not a lot not a lot thankfully but yeah, I mean, it's um, it is weird, you know. I miss him. It's um, you know, I quite often sort of find myself driving to the next customer and, and sort of thinking, oh, I wonder what, I wonder what Kate and Matthew are doing. <laughs> I was uh, going to say actually, the next bit. Do you feel like you've got withdrawals? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, it's so it's so busy with work at the moment. It's kind mm. of sort of head down. But I think one thing that I've told myself and I've, I've learned during lockdown and I've, I'm certain a lot of other people the same is that there's more to life than work yeah so you know whereas I would get home and then open up my laptop and just carry on working for a bit. I'm trying to say now you know I'm not working any further past sort of half five six o'clock but that's that's it and then I'm dad again, and that's my evening. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'm certain a lot of other people are kind of in the same, you know, they're back to work in the swing of things. Mm. But because they've been off, they're, they've known what it's like to kind of have a significant amount of time off. And people are now sort of thinking, do you know what, my mental health is more important than work. So I'm going to do what I need to do. And I'm going to finish on by this time. If I haven't finished all my work, I'll just do it tomorrow. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. being paid yeah. past this time. I'm not staying past this time. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only tricky bit when I'm working at home is, you know, if he's sort of gone down for a nap in the next room and he kind of, he, he sometimes just wakes himself up by scaring himself and he starts screaming. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to concentrate. I, I, I just hear the start of it because I'll hear it before Kate because she's downstairs. Mm. Um, and then I go to get up to grab it. And then obviously Kate's running up the stairs. So you know you did that, you're working. So, yeah, but you know, I am still I am here. I can say hello to him quickly. So I mean in, in, in that respect, so, you know, I'm I'm doing a bit more working from home because not all my customers want to see me at the moment or yeah, yeah. a lot of them aren't, aren't open mm. so I still get to sort of dive in and out you know if I have a quick five ten minute break I'll go I'll, I'll go and sell and have a quick cuddle um and then yeah sort of back to work but it is it is quite distracting at times you know I can hear him sort of playing downstairs and I'm on a call and I'm kind of zoning out of the cooler a little bit and thinking, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I want to play <laughs> yeah 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 exactly so you know 
you find yourself almost having to concentrate a little bit harder. It'll be a test. Um, well, being a parent is being a test, isn't it? It's a test of yourself. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's an endurance test, that's for sure. Yeah. Because you're like, um, the kid keeps getting distracted, but in fact, it's actually you who's being distracted by the child. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, so, so, yeah, it's it does feel weird sort of being out and away from them. Mm. Um, during the day when I am actually out on the road. But it's also quite a nice feeling when I'm coming home because I know that I get to see him when I, you know, when I come when I come home. I was going to say actually, do you get that reaction? You see the videos on YouTube of compilations of um, kids reacting to Daddy coming home. Have you had that yet? I mean, he always smiles at me. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's just wind, but um, <laughs> it's, um, it's. It's a case that after this, I could I could go into his room and, and I'll just say hello, and he'll look at me, and then a second or two later, he'll just have this beaming smile on his face, to mm. his head. So it's not. So when you come home from work and he, he sees you, it's not an exaggerated. It's just what he normally does. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. it's what he normally does. But I think that might be because obviously I was on furlough for so long, and I've spent so much time with him. Yeah. He, he knows me it's not it's not almost like you know that kind of hardcore make sure he remembers me after a weekend or yeah in the you know in the mornings or getting home from work and trying to remind him who I am because you know I had that two weeks paternity yeah and yeah. I was working you know working for the next month and a bit and then I was on furlough again and so by Christmas when we were off, he was almost sort of older, you know, sort of four months, three or four months down the line. He was, he, he's then starting to get into that realms of recognising people anyway. And because I was there for so long after that, it's always that case. Mm. Um, You're probably doing he, him a favour by going to work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's still exactly. here? Yeah. He's like, just go away. Just <laughs> leave me alone. Get that camera out of my face. Yeah, yeah. But he's a, I mean, he's a, he's a very smiley boy anyway. I was going to say that, actually. I was going to say, normally people, when they have a child, they take a bunch of different pictures ranging from, like, I don't know, his first bath, dirty nappy, him crying, screaming. You only take pictures of Matthew smiling, so we don't get to see the other side. <laughs> Does he smile all the time? Because you're no. painting a fake uh... picture there. I mean, he doesn't smile all the time, but I wouldn't say he's proper whingy. Mm, that's good. Um, you know, we have we have good days and bad days, like every parent. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't want to take a picture of his dirty nappy. Well, no, but that was, that was um, an extreme <laughs> example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely don't want that. Yeah, I mean, he's, I guess an example would be, you, know, you talk about sort of nappy side, the nappy changing side of things. Up until maybe a month or two ago, he was really chilled out about nappy change. Oh, yeah, okay. Just, just lay there. Since he's been, you know, since he can just roll over at will and he's moving around a lot more, 
it's like a wrestling match trying to change his nappy. Mm. So he's quite he he's he's quite vocal. He doesn't scream, but he's he's quite vocal. Oh, he's talkative. But he he just will not stop moving. So try trying to change the nappy is, is a big chore. But mm. yeah, I mean in the realms of screaming, he he only really screams when he's hungry. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gets, I mean, he gets hangry. Yeah. He, he, he gets proper hangry. But that, oh, it is literally that when there is that kind of angry, ang- angerness and sadness in his, in his screen. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, sometimes, you know, I think he's napping at the moment, but, it, you know, when he wakes up, he might wake himself up like with a jolt and that might scare him. Because he's thinking about food. Yeah, probably. Um, and if he bumps his head, which he tends to do quite a lot, it's just that initial shock. Mm. Um, uh, have, so, you, yeah. have you noticed any difference in him now that you're you're able to do more, move around more, go outside more? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's so... On the kind of development scale... Mm-hmm. Um, Babies go through these leaps. I mean, Kate knows more about it than I do, but babies tend to go through these leaps. And uh, he's going through one at the moment. And I think it's to do with um, he's concentrating more and, and more interested in things. So and I, I, I've got a feeling around about now, his eyesight is actually at 100%. It takes. I think it normally takes about eight months for a baby's eyesight to to be a hundred percent. So you know everything's happening at the moment. I mean, there's a smart speaker in his room, which is actually quite handy, uh, especially when you're you're kind of holding him sort of during his bedtime and you want to play some lullaby. But you'll sit him up and he'll just look across the room because it's on the other side of the room and he'll just tilt his head and kind of smile at it when you ask it to, to play a lullaby. Um, so it's kind of the depth of visions there. Um, and yeah, I mean, he stares a lot at people. <laughs> I don't know if it's because we go out more. Yeah. Um, and... Again, it might just be because his eyesight's there now. He he will literally stare at people. Uh, I, I, I remember last, last time we had a conversation. I yeah. said I was really looking forward to taking him swimming. Oh, have you done it? Yeah, so that, that actually happened Sunday, mm. last Sunday. Um, and the young lifeguard, I think, felt very awkward. Because we were in the pool and Matthew was just looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> he was just staring at him, uh, giving him a little smile. Uh, yeah, you know, he's just looking around. Um, he really enjoyed the swim. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. He was a bit unsure. Kind of had this confused face on him when we when we first put him in the pool. Was it a class or was it just you and Kate? No, no, no. It's just me and Kate. Okay. as a family um and then yeah i mean i'd say within a minute or two of just kind of swelling him around uh he really you know 
started smiling, splashing the water everywhere, kind of wanted to lay on his front and he was kicking his kicking his legs, moving his arms like crazy. Um, I don't know if his head, if his neck got tired, but every now and again, he'd dip his face in the water. Well, at least he's not uh, scared then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, a big to say, big smiles on his on his face. So yeah, he really really enjoyed it. It was so nice to see. Oh, that's good. So that was one thing uh, you wanted to do. Um, yeah. Last time we spoke, I was going to say uh, next thing I was going to mention because you mentioned that he keeps staring, uh, mm. and he's um, got a lot of energy. Put yeah. those two together. Your worst enemy is going to when he starts uh, learning how to walk, because that thing that's over the corner of the room that he could see now he's going to be able to walk and run over to that thing you will not be it'll be like a case of when you go to the supermarket i can see it that bright thing over there in the corner you're looking at fruit and veg he's had a done a leg to the toy section he doesn't need to walk and run to move quickly oh he'll roll and get there just as quick um (laughs) he's uh he gets quite interested because we've got a, a tv stand and in that TV stand, there's, a, there's an Xbox and a, a colourful Nintendo Switch. Um, yeah, you need to move those. Yeah, yeah. Well, I need to find like some sort of perspex barrier or something <laughs> to, to put over it because he keeps moving to grab them. Mm. Um, oh, child locks. Have you invested in those yeah. yet? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> we need to. I mean, the thing is, he's not... So he's not quite there with crawling. Mm. He's really close. So he pushes himself up onto his um, onto his hands and his knees. Yeah, and, and then he rocks back and forth like he's revving up, ready to go. And then he ends up kind of just shifting backwards because he doesn't move his arms forward. Mm. Um, so he's he's very very close, very close. You better prepare yourself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, the second we find it, I'm just going to shut them in everywhere, and then we, yeah, we're going to get some child locks. Child locks, uh, barrier for the stairs. Yeah, but, yeah. The thing is, and you always go to someone's house, and you're like, I, I feel sorry for you having to ruin your house by putting all these stuff in there. But obviously, <laughs> you have to do it to protect the property and the child. But I bet yeah. you, then you've got to wait eight. No, not eighteen years. That's a bit extreme. You've got to wait. I don't know. <laughs> um maybe another five years or so before you can remove those ugly things because they're never good looking either and they never go with the decor of your house mm. and, I, and the stair barriers they've never changed design since they were probably invented no i mean there's, there's, there's different ones you can get now so you know there's ones that you don't actually need to drill into the wall oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i know what you want to um, talk about. yeah so we'll probably look at getting those and moving all your expensive yeah. stuff away. Uh, yeah. Your rums. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to move them somewhere. Higher up, get a cabinet. Get a cabinet, lock it. I'm just trying to imagine now your face. If you come home from work and Kate's like, um, Andy, we need to talk. And you're like, why? What's happened? What's happened? And you look over and your gin cabinet is like <laughs> leaking. Yeah. I mean, I, I would kind of be slightly impressed angry at the same time. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I was going to say, no, you would not. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he does move around. We, we're just, um, we're waiting on a delivery. I'm not sure when it's supposed to turn up, but we've kind of bought 
these um, almost like fence panels, like a pen that we can make in the lounge. Oh, right. Yeah, I know which ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we, we, we invested in like um, this kind of spongy, these spongy tiles, like almost like a, a, a bigger play mat. Yes, I know um, which ones you're talking about. They're like brightly coloured and they slot into yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then, yeah, we're just waiting for these the, these panels to turn up and then we can obviously build that around that mat and then stick them in there. <laughs> like if we, you know, it, it, if it's something that we're going to be sort of running in out the kitchen or won't have our eyes on him all the time. Just leave them in there. Then we know we can put him in there and he can't. But... I say that. I mean, he broke <laughs> one of his new toys. He broke one of his new toys yesterday. How? <laughs> oh, well, I say he didn't break it. I mean, thankfully, it clipped back into place. But I don't know how he managed to. But he, yeah, he managed to pull this slide bit out of the, the main part of the toy. Kate just sent me a picture saying, "Look what he's done." <laughs> that's that's where it starts. That's where it starts. Yeah. Then yeah, you get. The- he, he, He's just very strong. He's, he's just very strong. This child sounds more and more scary now. So he's got good eyesight. He's super strong, full of energy. Add that all together with learning to walk eventually. It's all right, mate. When you come round, you'll have you'll have any good fun with him. I do that all the time with my <laughs> uncle's kids. They should start paying me. They live. They live in a part. They live in part of um, where their garden backs onto an allotment. Oh. Um, so it's you go down the road and it's like a giant circle so if you follow the road around it comes back to the same bit you know what yeah. i mean so in the center of that circle there is properties but uh an allotment in the very center so last time i went around there i suck i'm not young you know how it is when you're part of a family and you're not an adult but you're not kids but you end up looking after the kids i'm 31 mm. but i still end up on baby patrol and i don't understand yeah. why and then eventually they were pissing me off. So I put them in the allotment and locked the gate. <laughs> and then they started screaming. I was like, well, then leave me alone. But also the they had a lot of energy because their parents raised them that TV is a treat. So they only watch it for it. They're a maximum. They're allowed to watch TV as an hour a day. And that's at night yeah. before they go to bed. And it's like an episode of Peppa Pig. Um but then they don't understand why they get tired. And I'm like, well, if you did what we did back in the 90s, yeah. Let us watch TV. Yes, we're just sat inside, but um, we're entranced and we're not yeah. distracting you and we're leaving you alone and we're watching Power Rangers and beating our siblings up, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think limiting the TV would be a good, a good thing to do with him. Mm. I'd much rather him sort of go outside and, and, and play and explore the world than, than sort of... You say that... But who is he going to want to play and explore the world with? You. And you're like, yeah. and yeah, you're not going to want to do that all the time. You're like, yo, Matthew, just, here's a stick. Pretend it's a wand. I'll, Go crazy. I'm going to have to. Yeah. You and Kate <laughs> are both after. You're like, oh, we don't want to push the TV on him. Kids become in trance and zombies. And then the kid's like, mum, let's play. And you're like, not again. Not again. Nah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're, we're quite lucky in the rounds that... Uh, one of Kate's friends obviously has a, a baby uh, that's a week older than Matthew. Uh, mm. You know they, they they meet up every week. Um, Do they get on? Yeah, yeah. They um, they eventually went to went for a pub lunch. I think it was last week. No, maybe yeah, a couple of weeks ago. 
and um, they, they put the high chairs next to each other. So Matthew and, and, and Charlie, the other baby, they were kind of looking at each other and holding each other's hands. Um, and then Matthew tried nicking Charlie's sock. So Charlie then tried nicking Matthew's hat. Um, Fair trade. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, they get on well. Um, and then uh, friends of ours just literally around the corner welcomed uh, their brand new bouncing baby boy to the world last week. Mm-hmm. So, um, all these yeah, COVID yeah. babies. Yeah, yeah. Um, People need I to get hobbies. I think, I think they got pregnant just before COVID, actually. Oh, okay. I can't remember now. Not whatever, nine, minus nine months now. You're trying to do the maths. Yeah. Um, I mean, we already mentioned the swimming thing. Is there any other new experiences that you've managed to cross off the list for him to see, experience, do? Not yet. So I guess the next big thing for him would be staying someone else's house ah yes so we can't obviously do that until after the 17th of may mm-hmm. but that the weekend of that week we are going up to worcester to visit kate's mum mm-hmm. so that'll be a test to see how he gets on with that um oh would that be his first long travel uh well we've been down to see my dad right i think worcester's slightly further maybe 20 minutes 20 minutes further um so yeah it'd probably be the longest he's traveled does he does he get on in the car okay like with the car yeah yeah he'll he'll be asleep yeah we we might stop sort of halfway he kind of he's awake for about 20 30 minutes looking around and then he's out like a light so wake me up when we're there yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> how do you think, I think I asked you this last time as well, but how do you think now, now that time has passed, you'll be, if you do get the opportunity to leave him with someone, obviously that you trust to look after him for the night and you get you and Kay get to enjoy yourselves separately again, how do you think you'll feel now compared to when I last spoke to you? Well, funnily enough, when we go up and see Kate's mum, I think we're actually going to have a date night. Oh, nice. <laughs> but will you be able to switch off well we don't know <laughs> um i think we're only likely to be out for a couple of hours and then Is that it? To, don't spoil it to be honest we'll probably go out maybe have a couple of drinks go and have something to eat and then both be absolutely shattered and want to go home to bed true <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think we'll both be okay. I think it's been so long since we've been out just together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably say the last time was either January or February last year. That you did so, something separate. Well, I know that we did we did something together. Uh, I mean, Kate's been out a couple of times with her friends. Um, oh, no, when I meant separate, I meant separate from the kid, you and Kate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. 
but yeah, he wasn't around January, February last year. So. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and then obviously lockdown happened, so we couldn't go. <laughs> we couldn't go out then, and she couldn't um, drink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'll have a rum. I mean, we, you have a pint of milk. Yeah, pretty much. We well, we did. We did go out August time. We we spent a night away August time. Mm-hmm. So just be, just before he arrived, but Kate was definitely pregnant at the time. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it in a couple of weeks. I don't know. I don't know how we'll feel. Uh, it might feel a bit like freedom with the knowledge that we can't go too crazy because we've got to go back into it. I have a feeling um, Kate will be fine. It'll be you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, Kate, do we need to text a... your mum? Because, <laughs> wait, did, did, we pack, did we pack the thing? D- does he have it? Oh, okay, no, you need to call her. We're going to have to start making lists now to make sure that we put everything in the car we need. There is nothing uh, worse than a mum or a dad. No, you, you can't do that to him. Like, he doesn't like that. Like, no, 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 no. you got to do it this way. And he likes it this particular way as well. It's like, just make sure. It's like, are you going to go out or not? Are you going to leave me with your child or not? Go away. Go away. I, I know my place. I'll just keep it. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you do this. And he likes it at this time. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, I mean, that. The, the only main thing for him is is his kind of bedtime routine. It needs to be at the sort of same time every night. Mm. Is he sleeping? That, he was sleeping all right when I last spoke to you. Yeah. Bordering yeah. on perfect child. Um, right. How is he now? <laughs> um, yeah. Again, it's it can be a little bit hit and miss. Mm. Last week, we had a couple of rough days last week. So two or three rough days. I mean, he may be a smiley baby and everyone just sees a smiley picture, but yeah, I mean. Who yeah, is the real is. Matthew? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was a bit rough. I, I don't know if it was something to do with any development going on or his teeth were giving him aggravation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was like two or three, two two or three nights, I think. Uh, and he, he's kind of settled back down again. Um, but he's now got into this phase of kind of waking up early-ish in the night and then very early in the morning. So the last two nights, he's kind of woken up at about four, four, half four. Yesterday, it got to the point, I think Kate took him downstairs at five in the morning and sort of played on the mat with him for 45 minutes before taking him upstairs and putting him back into bed for half an hour longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he woke up again at sort of past four this morning and Kate put him back down and he, he went straight back to sleep. And we had a massive lion. We didn't wake up till half eight. Way. After, after that. So it's a win. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, we, feel, we, we feel positively awake today. Last time I spoke <laughs> to you again, we did bring up the topics. I brought up the topic of holidays and mm. journeys and traveling with a child, um, which you never have to consider before if you don't obviously don't have a child. But I know you're journeying, like you said, to go see Kate's mum. Obviously, that's in this yeah. country. And I know we discussed as well that you wouldn't even consider abroad holidays, at least for another year, year and a half, two years. Mm. Um, since we last spoke, obviously, the vaccines have been rolled out a lot quicker. 
rules have been lifted slightly. Have you given any more thought to traveling? And no, you, not, no, not no, no, no. I mean, not even to Gibraltar. That's on the list. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> well, yeah. I think I might. Uh, I think I might go to the Sandwich Islands. Like, uh, what is it, Jersey? I don't, know if you, but no, I don't know if you've looked about this, but like the, they, they've opened up these, I think it's, I can't remember what the other island is, but it's something and the Sandwich Islands. Mm. And I, I kind of looked it up and I kind of, within the first paragraph, it describes these Sandwich Islands as inhospitable. Oh, Lord. Like, why would you, why would you put it on the green list? <laughs> you know, might be awful to go to, but you can go there. It's like that famous island that always gets reposted on social media of, I don't know which island it is off the coast of Britain, but it's got that one house in the middle of it. <laughs> and it, it's, I don't know, like a reservation site for like wild birds or something. And they need yeah. someone to look after the animals or something like that. And it's like remote, remote. And I'm thinking, yeah, it kind of sounds like that. Like, oh, come here for a holiday. Uh, we can walk yeah. around it in an hour. Yeah, but you say you know the the interesting thing about this green light system that we've got, or the you know the traffic light system, is that I think I read somewhere this morning that places like Australia, New Zealand, uh, possibly the Faroe Islands, Singapore, Gibraltar, and, uh, Singapore, and Brunei. No, so those five. Yeah, we're not allowed in that country. We're not allowed in those countries yet. <laughs> So we've been given the green light to travel to those countries, but those countries don't want us in there yet. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a case of yeah, they we would what would we would turn up and then have to quarantine in a hotel and then go back home. Yeah, I guess so. I don't, I, I don't know. I just, I just read somewhere this morning that whilst we, you know, our, our government said they're green light countries, their governments have not said that. British people are allowed in, so uh, you know. Yet your choices are kind of Gibraltar, Portugal, or the Sandwich Islands. It's Gibraltar, Israel, Portugal, Australia, New Zealand, Brunei, Iceland, Faroe Islands, Tristan da Cunha, Saint Helena, Ascension. Mm. I swear, Ascension is heaven, but anyway, Falkland yeah. Islands, Singapore, South Georgia, and the South Sandwich Islands. Mm. Um, a lot of these places I've not heard of, and they sound like parts of a Bible scripture. But <laughs> have you thought about holiday to Saint Helena? Isn't that a convent? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. But I've heard of that one before. That's that's fine. The one I'm surprised about is Singapore. But we're not allowed in there. So oh, it's on it's it's on the government green list. Yeah. But their government will not allow us. We're we're not on their green list, as it were. I mean, I did look up prices and to Singapore, and they're actually not too bad. They won't <laughs> they're not, be too bad. Yeah. Do you know why? Because <laughs> you can't go. <laughs> you can't go in the price of a pint of lager if you can go. Yeah. But we went there. We went there a few years ago. Mm. I think it was it was two Singapore dollars to the pound. And I think for a schooner, so not even a pint, a schooner. It's something like eighteen dollars. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I've been looking up holidays because I want to go on holiday for my birthday next year. Just mm. looking at prices and stuff. Japan, Japan's actually properly cheap. It's not too bad right yeah. now. But yeah, well, I mean, I read somewhere that 
I think the the flights or the the flights are likely to go up, but a load of hotels aren't aren't up in their prices because they're just desperate for tourism. Yeah, that's it exactly. Which again, you know, I mean, it's not it's not just this company with the hospitality and tourism industry. It's it's the world. You know, everyone's taking an absolute tanking. So you just have to be yeah. careful because there'll be a bunch of generation of children such as your own that there'll be ramifications where they could potentially not see the world mm. in years to come due to laws and rules that will be coming in. So they could potentially be limited to what yeah, they can I, do and experience. I hope that's not the case. Mm. I really hope that's not the case. You know, when when, when the time is right and, and everything else, then yeah, of course, we'll, we'll sort of look to go abroad and, and, and things like that. But with the state of everything at the moment and his age, you know, it's, it's just not worth us the stress of, of trying to obviously sort something out. I mean, you know, Dubai isn't on the green list, for example. Yeah. So there would be no, there's no point in, a, in us trying to sort of get away and go anywhere. Mm. I mean, we're, we're, we're happy. I don't know about her, but I'm 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 happy holding on. Right, you can always go to Skegness. I don't know. Yeah, well, as I said to you last time, we you know, we've, holidays. we've got we've got a house house book down in Devon. Oh yes, you did mention um, that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In August, like last last week of August, first week of September. So you know that's that's with my sister and her husband and their daughter and and friends of theirs. Um. So really, really looking forward to that. I think my dad might come down, maybe. Um, <laughs> Just have to hope that the weather holds out. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you look at the weather at the moment and you think, well, thank God I was furloughed this time last year because mm. the weather was lovely last year. <laughs> well, it's so, I mean, we had hailstones the other day. Do you see that? Yeah. I was like, what yeah, the, yeah. I was walking home. I was literally around the corner <laughs> oh, from my God. house, thank God. I literally, I was around the corner and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> it's all over the place. I'm one of those people as well that I won't wear the correct clothing for the weather. So I oh. always end up wearing a coat and then it gets hot. And then when it's, I'm like, okay, I, I can't wear this tomorrow because it's too hot. Yeah, but you're all style, mate. You're all style. I, I, I do underlay. I go practical. <laughs> I go practical. I, I used to do practical when I was at school and I'd be that one kid that wouldn't take off my coat regardless of with the weather change because I'd be like, I brought it, I'm going to wear it. <laughs> roasting hot and like, Jordan, do you want to take that off? It's like, no, 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 I might lose it. I might lose it. I might forget it somewhere. So I'll keep it on. Um, so he, he's experienced swimming now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are less restrictions than last time we spoke, but is there anything else that you're looking forward to him doing or seeing i mean the zoos are open you can always take them to a yeah zoo. no i think Pain you know zoo. we've got we've got um going to the zoo is on our on our radar that, that's definitely something we kind of want to do see what he's I like at bowling really enjoy it sorry what's that bowling taking bowling see what he's good taking bowling <laughs> <laughs> i'll slide him down there himself. <laughs> he'll, he'll probably love that he'll probably get a strike yeah, push, push it down the ramp, <laughs> yeah. and then you get envy um, at your own child. You're like, damn, already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now I think I, I think he'll really like the zoo. Mm. So you know, Marwell Zoo's not, not too far away. 
Mm. Um, and then there's there's sort of you know the sort of farm areas and activity centers and things sort of local. So yeah, I mean we've just been busy the sort of last few weeks. Um, Kate and her and her work friends have sort of met up to catch up and and everything else. Mm. Uh, she finally got a haircut, and you know, so I've had some weekends. Uh, the last sort of few weekends has sort of just been me and him for an afternoon, uh, which has been good fun. Have you managed uh, to cross a lot of people off the list that want to meet Matthew yet? Because obviously, last time we spoke again, we oh, mentioned, yeah. or you mentioned that there was like a queue of people. Have you managed to make your way through it yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> um no i mean it's just it's just tricky because it's mainly family mm. and obviously we don't live anywhere near family yeah 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 and you know kind of they've been busy we've been busy um my uncle is holding a sort of christmas party in june because mm. um, he normally holds one every year sort of christmas eve or week, week before uh, which he never got to never got the chance to do last year so, yeah, I mean, he just went sod it. Sent out an invite ages ago, and this was even before the roadmap. Funnily enough, it's it, it's the weekend of the the restrictions completely lifting. What a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I sent my message being like, cool, that's lucky, you called that. So, you know, I think that, that'll be, I mean, for me personally, that'll be the, the time where, where the rest of my family get to meet it. Thrown uh, to the wolves. Yeah, they can't wait. Um, but yeah, I mean, most of most of Kate's work friends have seen him, so she's ticked, you know, she's she's ticked that off because she's she had to sort of go go into work and have a meeting with her boss for a, one of these sort of catch-up days I think mm. they, they have to do. And uh, yeah, you know, I mean, friends have seen, we've got a friend, um, a French. French lady actually she's now thankfully she, she managed to get back over here to work for work um because she was working remotely over in France for most of the pandemic yeah oh god they're worse um, than we are yeah 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 well she so she went to visit last year and then got stuck in France but thankfully because of you know the remote workings working from home and everything she was still able to work um but she was just in France Mm. So she's now back over. So she finally got to meet him for the first time about two or three weeks ago. Uh, and he greeted her with throwing up over her arm. Uh, perfect timing for the boy. I think the French like um, that, so it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she didn't seem massively impressed. So, yeah, I mean, the, obviously, you know, you, you, you haven't met him yet. Um, yeah, I mean, there's... There's still a few people around. The problem is you're only allowed six people in your garden at the moment and the weather's off. Mm. We've obviously got to be conscious of the fact that it might be wet or cold, whereas we may not be too bothered. We've got to think about him now and, and you know, in the, in the realms of, wow, it's going to be too cold to be outside so we can't go outside sort of thing. So, Just wait a couple know. more months. Everything should change well, by then, is- hopefully. Yeah, you know, the weather, but I mean, come May 17th, you're allowed up to 30 people in a garden. So, that's true. 
Mystery? Oh, no, no, you, I know it is. It's just yeah. imagining you with 30 people in your garden, just like the baying mob. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> t- take a ticket, queue up, we'll call you one at a time. You better get the barbecue started. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, barbecue's <laughs> at, the barbecue's at the garage. It's just been absolutely drenched. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, as soon as weather permits, we can. And, and yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get people around, but it's... The say it's, it, it's just tricky with everyone being such a distance away at the moment and the weather. So. Last question I'll ask before I wrap this up. Mm. Now that you've experienced the joy of having a child, mm. would you have another? Or is it too, <laughs> too early? early. <laughs> too early. <laughs> You're like, I want some sleep first, then I'll yeah, think about it. Yeah, uh, there's a, I mean, there, there's a lot of factors. Um, Kate definitely wants a second one. Oh, oh, oh okay. Um, no, I mean, you know, Kate definitely wants a second one. Um, I would like a second one, but I think first and foremost, we've just got to concentrate on, on the one we've got at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, the house is kind of too small with him. Um, mm-hmm. We would need a bigger house, but, you know, We've only got a two-bed house. We, we, we would have to have a bigger house uh, if we were to have a second child. So there's a lot of things to to save up and, and sort, shall we yeah. say, before um, before that. But yeah, I mean, at some point in the future, yeah, yeah, it'd be it would be nice. It would be nice. You got to balance it out because you get on well with this child so well and yeah. you, you love him so much. You need to have a child that you hate. That's how it works. <laughs> you've, got to have, you've got to have one that bugs you, bugs that well, first to child. Honest, to be honest, the only reason why I'm being so nice at the moment is because I've actually had some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we should have organised this one. <laughs> we should have organised <laughs> this on the day that you weren't so happy so that we could uh, no, get I'm, the opposite side. I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, sometime in the future when we may have a bigger house, where, you know, there's different circumstances. Yes, um, yes. It'd be great to have another child. It would also be interesting because we would then be bringing up a child in what would be normal circumstances. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seeing what the outcome would be in terms of. Well, uh, yeah, you know, I'd. I'd I'd be allowed two weeks paternity leave and then sort of that's it. Yeah. Um, but everything would, or you would hope by then, you know, a few years down the line, everything would be open. So we have our second child, Kate can all of a sudden go to these coffee mornings with other mums, go to these, you know, go to these baby groups. It, it doesn't have to be online. You know, family can come down, family can stay over. Mm. to to help out you know all of these things we've missed out on in, over the last 12 months or you know the last eight months that Matthew's been around you um, kind of have to do everything on your own but yeah, yeah. you've got the we, support we, but it's just not where you need it you know you've got the support over the over the phone yeah and, and or Skype and, yeah that's it you can't you know you, you can't lay him on the screen and be like oh can you hold him for a minute <laughs> yeah. yeah the camera's facing him if he moves just start yelling <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 
you know, I mean, all, all parents obviously bring up their, their their children sort of on their own, but they they do have some sort of village um, su- su- support bubble, mm. uh, as it were. And you know, don't get me wrong, we have had that support bubble. The main support bubbles have kind of been over Skype or Zoom or whatever. Yeah. Um, our friends have been fantastic, but they, you know, they're kind of being like us. They're like, oh. This is a new human to our our group, I, you know. But they've been brilliant because that you know, even even them holding him for five minutes just gives us five minutes rest, even though we're there. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, it's yeah, like carrying bags yeah. of shopping. Well, it's yeah, he's, he's, he's heavy. He's heavy. <laughs> but I mean, even just keeping him occupied for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Because you need, I mean, like you were saying earlier, you know, you do need eyes in the back of your head. He may not be able to crawl or walk yet, but with his rolling and everything else, you literally need eyes in the back of your head. So, you know, 100% of your concentration has to be on him all the time. So even if you get five minutes to be able to take your eyes off him because you know someone else is watching and playing with him, it's really nice. So, you know, as I said, our, our friends have been amazing with him. You know, we, we are very lucky to have friends that live so close um, and to be yeah. in that support bubble. Yeah, I mean, Tory, Tory's thankfully sort of come to see him as well. Um, mm. You know, she, she's had cuddles with him. Uh, I think Reg got a little bit jealous, barked a little bit. <laughs> that dog always gets jealous. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, he's been, he's been brilliant. So, yeah, I think... I. He barked a little bit when Tori was having a cuddle with Matthew, but then when I took Matthew and then sort of knelt down with him, uh, Reggie kind of came over and, and sort of had a sniff and licked Matthew's arm. It was mm. really, really sweet, really sweet. So I think, you know, when Matthew gets a bit older, can crawl a little bit and stuff, I think they're going to be best buddies. Well, that's a good question, actually. I was thinking, connected to what you just said, even if you weren't to have a second child, would you introduce a pet to the family? Uh, it's something me and Kate have talked about anyway. Mm. Um, but we've only ever really got as far as talking about it. Mm. Um, again, I don't know if, if our house at the moment is big enough to accommodate a pet. Mm. And the one thing I think we're, we're worried about is ignoring a pet. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we we wouldn't want to do that. We would want to, you know, take care of the pet and love the pet and, and concentrate on the pet as much as what, almost as much as what we would with with Matthew. So what you're saying is you've got short attention span. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, um, but no, I mean, never say never. Um, again circumstances are slightly different in the, in the next few years yeah so we'll have to yeah, see what changes yeah sadly babies are really expensive as to our pets yes um but there'll obviously be an influx sadly there'll be an influx of of unwanted pets into uh, you know up for adoption so it's already happened it, it's increasing isn't it yeah yeah and that's because these some of these selfish people during lockdown and furlough thought, yeah, it'd be fun to have a pet. And they're then back to work. Oh, this is quite difficult. Oh, have it back. Mm. Um, yeah. 
that that's really sad and that's obviously one thing that we definitely want to do you know if, if we were to have a pet it would be a family pet we wouldn't be you know we wouldn't want to be giving it back we, you know yeah yeah our, what you uh, just do is give it to tori yeah <laughs> yeah tori can you can you just look after this pet just for five minutes now yeah. no not at, all, <laughs> not at all um but again you know pets are really expensive yes um babies are really expensive um if only you could give the child back yeah <laughs> Have you got the receipt? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Kate, get it out. Where's the receipt? Yeah. I will wrap this up if that's okay. Unless you have anything yeah, else. Yeah, no, thank you very much for having me. So thank you very much, guys, for listening to the podcast. Thank you very much, uh, Andy, for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. No problem. And uh, to the listeners, I'll see you next time. Don't forget, if you like what you're listening to in this podcast, you can follow us on the following social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under the name Let's Compare Views. I repeat, it's called Let's Compare Views.